The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. You're listening to the hottest, the hottest NBA podcast out. Yeah, I said what I said. She's heating up. It's the Heat Check. The Heat Check. Heat Check. With Trista Crick. On this episode of the Heat Check. Oh, holy hell. We got a loaded show today. Had an entire episode done and then you know what happened? Draymond Green decided he was going to fuck shit up. Give somebody up in the chokehold. Made it all about himself again. So he pushed it until today. Vein is popping in the middle of the head. Just wait, folks, until we get our social clips up. I also have things to say about a team that I think just might be destined for disaster. A team that's very similar to the star players' last team. We got to talk about the Phoenix Suns. I get also into who is hot and who is cold right now in the NBA. Kent, in terms of cold, an entire team minus one guy who's actually just in his pajamas, sitting on the sidelines, currently living in a freezer. I ask sincerely. What the fuck is happening with the Washington Wizards? And we touch on some news from around the league. Let's get right into it, William. Drop that motherfucking beat. It should be Rihanna. show let's break down a little breaking news coming out of the isp yes it's got an acronym that's what adam silver wanted so that's what we give him the end season tournament folk for those who don't know steph curry was ruled out of the minnesota timberwolves game which meant that the warriors would be playing their ist game without the guy who has led the team in literally every way this year and shit hit the fan fast oh boy just after tip-off, this is what happened. Clay Thompson and Jaden McDaniels got into a down-the-court scuffle. Little little something-something. It wasn't quite a fight, but it was not quite not a fight. And then Wolves center, uh, Rudy Gobert, comes up and he's like, yo, 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 yo. So he tries to pull Clay Thompson off of Jaden McDaniels. And at this point, what would you do if you were Draymond Green the most predictable thing on the planet, right? Watch this. My God, that's Draymond Green. Oh, man, yes. Draymond Green. 
like the WWE superstar that he is in Royal Rumble, he decided he was going to put Rudy Gobert in a chokehold for many seconds. That was the part. He did not let up. It wasn't like as soon as things got a little more cooled down that he decided he would uh, let him go. No, no. He did what he thought was right, which was to just drag him across the floor. All hell broke loose. Benches cleared. Refs went crazy. Adam Silver cackled, knowing the, the intensity is uh, additional for the IST. That's what we want, a little passion. A little scuffle never hurt nobody. And eventually they got Draymond to relax. And then, of course, he gets booted from the game. Clay Thompson gets booted from the game. And then the Warriors went crazy, as they do, you know? It's one of those dead cat bounce type of moments where you're like, oh, God, this is the time where the Warriors actually beat the Wolves, that are number one in defensive rating. And, and no, 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 no. The Wolves that we have been knowing were wet paper tissues. They actually have turned into some hard rocks. Why? Because Anthony Edwards exists and the defense is really good. So the Wolves come from behind and they leave the Warriors at 500 from the year. Nine and one, you will not be. After the game though, Rudy, 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 he said the following. He did two things. He said, which is why he has a reputation for being a, a little bitch. He said, Draymond was grabbing me. He's grabbing me. Oh, mon frere, he's grabbing me. The choke wasn't good enough. Yeah, it wasn't enough for me to really have to go to sleep, but he tried. He tried really hard, but it wasn't good enough where I felt like I was really in danger of falling asleep. It was a long time, and if he knew how to choke, it could have been way worse. Rudy, shut the fuck up. And I kept my hands up the entire time to show the officials I wasn't trying to escalate the situation. Why, how does Rudy do this? How does he make something so one-sided feel like actually maybe you deserved it, Rudy? I don't know how it's possible, but there may be no more unlikable man on the planet than Rudy Gobert, which is why when given the opportunity, Draymond said, let's do it for everyone in the pandemic. Let's do it for everyone who had to sit in their house and not get access to a court because Rudy Gobert gave the NBA COVID. But then... Rudy redeems himself, says something that kind of made me sort of kind of like him again. He said, it's kind of funny because before the game, I was telling myself, well, Steph's not playing. And I know Draymond's going to try and get himself ejected. Because every time Steph doesn't play, he doesn't want to play. Sir, perfect. He called him an expensive backpack for 30 to his face. You should have just stuck with that, my guy. Uh, because that's along the same lines as Jordan Poole who got himself knocked the fuck out for saying something quite similar. Rudy ended it by saying it was clown behavior. Uh, of course, it was clown behavior. I am sure that we will all have opinions about Draymond Green again. He's getting suspended. Let's be honest. He really is. He can't stay out of his own way. Joe Dumars came out. Adam Silver came out. There's going to be an investigation. There's going to be interviews. What else do you need to interview anyone about? We all saw it. That's the end. Draymond Green, probably three-game suspension. And once again, the Warriors, who are struggling badly, will have to play as many as 10 games without a key piece, Draymond, and maybe Steph, at a time when they look fucking terrible. Yet again, Draymond Green might just fuck up another year of Steph's prime with his shenanigans. Let's move forward. We got to talk about these Phoenix Suns. I am fired up. I don't even know what to make of them, honestly. Deep down in the recesses where I put those thoughts that maybe kind of shouldn't be said out loud. All I've been thinking is, are the Phoenix Suns the Brooklyn Nets of the West? 
are they Brooklyn Nets 2.0? Are they the Brooklyn Nets with better roads? Just three years ago, I was stumping for the Suns. Suns in four. Everybody remembers. Everybody remembers. And uh, I regret it. Look at this mess in Phoenix, and I'm like, yeah, been there, done that. This team's not a contender. The Suns are currently four and six, but that is not telling the whole story. What we might be witnessing is the circle of history coming back like Ouroboros, the snake that eats its own tail. And the question that I have is how did anyone not see this coming? How did they not see it? Big three comes together in spectacular, unlikely fashion. And guess what? And guess what? And guess what? They can't stay healthy. They can't play games together. Let's take a look at how the first 10 games of the season have gone. In the preseason preview I talked about with the Suns, what I liked about them, which is despite the fact that they traded away pretty much all their assets, you know, they got some depth. They did add some. They ended up getting Utah Watanabe, Eric Gordon. They were in the linchpin of the Damian Lillard trade. They landed them Nasir Little, Yusuf Nurkic, and Grayson Allen. But I said it, and I meant it. This whole thing only works if Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, and Kevin Durant are all healthy playing basketball games at critical moment. And here we are, like clockwork. They are banged up again. We are not even 10 games through this thing. Bradley Beal has missed seven of the 10 games. Devin Booker, surprisingly, has missed eight of the 10 games, which leaves... 36-year-old injury-prone Kevin Durant to shoulder the burden 36 minutes per game, oftentimes single-handedly carrying the offense against double and triple teams. Folks, we should be concerned. Also, we should also pause and just give a little moment for Kevin Durant at 36 years old, still balling. And people are slandering his name, saying he's washed. He is not. Everyone has talked about Steph. Everyone has talked about LeBron how they are defying their age and how amazing it is and impressive it is. But neither are facing what Kevin Durant, a 36-year-old, 35-year-old, is doing on a night-to-night basis. And all he's done so far is average 37-5 and on 50% from the field and 43, 43% from three. And not a goddamn person wants to talk about Kevin Durant. The problem, though, of course, is you just can't put that much load on his little legs. Eventually, snap. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when his body breaks down. Ankle issues, foot issues, Achilles issues, calf issues, knee issues. All of those are injuries Kevin Durant has already had. Here's what else is going wrong with the Suns if you wanted more. The defense, not good. Not consistently good enough whatsoever. They rank 14th in defensive rating. And that sounds probably better than it actually is. It doesn't tell the whole story either. While they do block a bunch of shots, that's a testament really to how unafraid teams are of going to the rim against them. You know why? Because Yusuf Nurkic fucking sucks. He is terrible. Absolutely horrible in the paint. I know this as a Blazer fan. Enjoy him. Enjoy him. Great fit. Great culture guy. Can't protect the rim for shit. Offsetting that is that only three teams get more shots blocked than the Suns do. Yikes! Uh, Another important stat is that the Suns are 20th in steals per game, which means not a lot of opportunities for free baskets for our guys. 
Secondly, they turn the ball over way too much, allowing a lot of steals. 16.8 turnovers per game. That is third worst in the NBA. Killing them in transition. So many easy buckets. Eric Gordon, Grayson Allen, KD, Nurkic, none of them are fast. Let's be real. None of them are getting back into transition. And they lack a true point guard. I would be happy with campaign if I was them. And now, you know what's happening? We've got Kevin Durant being like, hey, Alex Cruz is one hell of a talent. He's not just a role player. He'd fit on any team. You know? That's how it's going. Also, they should probably get like a Tyus Jones. They are... 27th in the league at assist-to-turnover ratio, which is where they probably miss Chris Paul the most. Finally, there's so many things wrong. It's like a laundry list. It's a CVS receipt list of how many things are wrong with the Phoenix Suns. They are so bad in the fourth quarter. They are fucking terrible. How bad? They're worse than the NBA. They are worse than the Knicks. They are worse than the Warriors. They are worse. They are worse in the. They're worse than the Blazers. They are worse than the Pistons. They are near the bottom. Phoenix has been outscored by an average of six point one points in the fourth quarter this season, and they rank at or near the bottom in nearly every way that you can measure it. Defensively, offensively, it's just bad. They have no one that they can reliably go to in the fourth quarter to set the offense up and get a bucket. Here's what uh, Kevin Hicks from Sports Illustrated said. He hit the nail on the head. The new look sons are way too undisciplined with the basketball for the relative amount of talent and basketball IQ the roster possesses. Far too many lazy reads, possessions with little off-ball movement, and far too many good opportunities that do not get converted. In their last game against the OKC Thunder, they entered the fourth quarter up 86-80. What do you think happened? The only Suns to score a bucket in the entire fourth quarter were Kevin Durant and Bradley Beal, and the Suns got outscored 31-13 and lost by 12 to the OKC Thunder. This is not a bug. This is a feature. This is not an anomaly. It's a pattern. On October 26th, the Lakers outscored the Suns 28-11 to in the last 12 minutes. The Lakers aren't so great in fourth quarters either, baby. And then on October 31st, Wemby and the Spurs outscored them in the fourth quarter, 33-19. to Their fourth quarter scoring is abysmal, boy. Both games, the Suns lost. Frank Vogel, oh, man, I've got things to say about Frank Vogel, just not today. He's preaching patience. When isn't he? When isn't he? He's got a five-year deal, and I get it. But didn't we hear this for nearly two goddamn years in Brooklyn? Just wait. It's got to gel. Everything's got to come together. I don't wanna wait we waited and we waited and we waited in brooklyn and guess what guess what guess what it never fucking happened and then we have one star ask out we have another star ask out we have another star ask out and now it's bad times in brooklyn brooklyn got exactly 16 games where harden Kyrie, and katie played at the same time i hope history is not repeating itself in phoenix but i suspect it just might be